Hey, welcome back to Pigeonhole Hockey. This is Chris, and today's co-host, Ben. Cock-a-doodle dang it. <laughs> and you know us. We're just a washed-up goalie and a washed-up comedian that do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey games, news, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Ben, today, it's episode 98. It's Sunday, April 25th, is it? I have yeah. no conception of time. I exist outside of time and space. Oh, I like that. I want to do that. But yeah, so you and I, talking about existing outside of time and space, are going to be existing outside of our current residences in less than a week. Yeah, now it's big, big time. Right now, anyone that knows and listens, our co-host Sebastian is not on this episode, but be sure to listen out for episode 100. It'll be dropping in a few days. And he lives in Ottawa. Ben lives in Washington, D.C., and I live in Salt Lake City. Now, this week is a pretty big change for two of us. Ben, tell me about yours. Tell me about mine. Well, Chris, yeah, I'm moving. You're right. I, uh, I'm i very lucky. Uh, my uh, my partner got a job on the West Coast, and we are going to be moving out to the San Francisco Bay Area. You know, I live in Washington, D.C., so we said we wanted better traffic and cheaper real estate. And I've been <laughs> assured that both of those are true about San Francisco, uh, well, the Bay Area. Why are yeah, you I'm, laughing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's true. That's why. Yeah, enjoy San Francisco. Definitely cheaper, definitely less traffic. You're very conservative. Look. That's what I've very been told. It's very conservative. Yes. My gas guzzling uh, Hummer. I have an I have an H1 <laughs> from from the '95 uh, edition. Um, I actually have it set up so that it guzzles more gas than needed. Because as an American, waste is something I think is amazing. Absolutely. Like if you can't waste that much gas, you know what's the point? Why even have it? I actually, I have a bumper sticker that says, I hate recycling, and I'm part of a fraternal order of people called the Tree Punchers. <laughs> we hate the environment. None of this is true. None of this. I know. I know. Look, if there's anybody from the You're just area. trying to trigger the environmental. I'm a heel. <laughs> I'm a heel. I got to create some heat. I love recycling. Trust me. I'm, I'm very pro-environment. Well, I wouldn't say very. I'm reasonably pro-environment. I was a vegan for a month. Uh, worst month of my life, but uh, I'm, yeah, I'm moving out to the West Coast. It's going to be a big change for me. And you, Chris, you're you're a nomad. Where are you going now? Oh, right. Well, we relocated back to Salt Lake City last year, and now we're relocating in my my partner. She got herself a job as well, so we're both moving because they both got opportunities better than ours. And awesome, I'm thrilled. Like I can't be any more excited to announce that we are moving to Copenhagen. Copenhagen, Denmark. Copen oh, thank I was afraid it was Copenhagen, Ohio, so I'm glad you said You never know. You know, it could go to Moscow, Idaho, or Paris, Texas. But uh... Although, quick quick aside here, I do want to talk about us moving. One of the things I love about the U.S., I mean, you and I are, are super nomads, the military lifestyle. I grew up in a military family. You were in the military and just living all over the place for various reasons. Uh, and I also travel a lot for work. I'm a, I'm a consultant. And I love going to places which are named after other locations in the world where we've Americanized the pronunciation. So, for example, there's a place in, I think, uh, oh, boy, where was I? It was Versailles, Ohio. Versailles. Versailles? Uh, it was spelled Versailles, but it was pronounced Versailles, which, which I messed up because I was like, hey, is this Versailles? And they're like, no, it's, what are you talking about? This is Versailles. So if it was Copenhagen, like, you know, Indiana, it would probably be like Copenhagen. Hajin or something. I don't know. We'd, we'd find a way to mispronounce it. We would. I've seen some towns like that where that's completely, completely mispronounced. And 
yeah, it's you're like, wait, no, that's that's not how you say that. So I'm actually looking right now. Is there a Copenhagen, USA? I, there's, I bet you. Let me look it up real quick. I'm looking at it right now. Copenhagen, New York. There you go. Is there really? Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm moving to Copenhagen, New York. No, help me. I'm never moving back to that state. Hate New York. Wait, where in New York? Okay, so it's it's pretty. Okay, so it's pretty far north. So it's probably like the one thing else. I have a lot of friends and family in upstate New York. It's it's pretty rednecky. So that's one of the things. As a as a former redneck myself, I always appreciate. So I'm sure Copenhagen, New York, is is a place with salt of the earth people. And hopefully they're hockey fans because I know in Copenhagen they are. So I'm, or I think it's pronounced when you're actually there in Danish, it's like Copenhagen. But uh, I'm just going to pronounce it the American way until my Danish friends correct me. I've already found a hockey team to join there. I've already been communicating with them. So right now adult hockey is still not allowed. So still can't play it. But once it's allowed, which hopefully should be by this summer, by the time I get there, I will be able to finally hit the ice again and decide, you know, basically figure out how bad I've actually become as a goalie. And let's see where that goes. But no, I'm excited. We're, I'm going to be recording these episodes in the future from right now, temporarily. I don't know where we're going to be. We're kind of in a, like you said, nomads. Me and my, my wife are going to be in a nomadic state as we are out of our house this week. And we we're supposed to be heading to Canada, but Ontario went to its crazy lockdown and uh that kind of concerned us in terms of like doing all our danish residency paperwork and all that other stuff so we're actually going to be doing the paperwork here now because we weren't going to be first when you go to canada you're gonna have to quarantine for two weeks and then we weren't even comfortable that things were going to be open enough for us to do that so we're starting the process here and yeah so we're going to be living out of our van so we're going to be van lifers for a couple months we're going to be living out did you like make this van nice and livable or is it just like a weird van uh we're making it more and more livable i'm adding little bits of elements to it over the next week while we're still packing up our storage unit but any of our listeners i still want to make sure that they they know like the mustangs the ogden mustang staff here the usphl are aware of this move i think anybody else is but the staff is and i'm still going to be covering the mustangs i love covering the mustangs i still i'll still have hockey tv as long as it's not blocked over in denmark i can't imagine why it would be and I'll be able to still watch all the games. Sunday games, I'll still be able to watch live. Uh, but Friday and Saturday night games, I'll just wake up pretty much right as the game's ending and be able to jump on and and be able to watch the games and still cover the team and still communicate with the team. And we still have a lot of plans moving forward. And so Mustangs fans, no concern. We are still going to be covering the team. And I still plan to go to some games, not going to lie. I probably will be at some games this season. I have no problem flying back, and I'm excited to do so. It's going to be a blast, uh, especially since you and Sebastian and Steve have all shown interest in going to Stang's games. None of you are allowed to go without me. Yeah, I'm setting that rule. I, I mean, Chris, I don't know how to tell you this. Sebastian and I already made plans to go without you. I'm only a little bit hurt. I mean, you know we, what? I'll, I'll cry after the podcast. We 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 filmed a uh, or we sh- we recorded a uh, a special episode, which I don't know when is going to air. But there was a period where you actually, for various reasons, uh, were unable to be on for about five minutes. I have That'll to say, air this Thursday. Oh well, yeah, Sebastian, and I kind of enjoyed uh, not having you. Yeah, I, I'm fully aware. I haven't edited it yet, but uh, I heard it. So, um, you know. I understand so, you guys have plans, but I want to. I want to be part of. We're, we're going to break off and do our own thing. It's what are instead you of call yourselves. Um, boy, I was hoping you weren't going to ask me that. Uh, instead of pigeonhole hockey, we're going to be dovetail hockey. 
<laughs> because it dovetails nicely with pigeonhole. That it does. That it does. None of this is invited true, on by the, the podcast, way. though. You, yeah, you'll you'll be you'll be invited on this fictitious podcast, which isn't going to happen. <laughs> we just sit there and record like Troy and Abed. Exactly. It'll Where be, are the cameras? We are Troy and Abed in the morning. <laughs> That'll be you and Sebastian. I wonder which will be which. No, I'm excited for these moves. It's going to mean a lot of changes. We're still going to be dropping the same amount of episodes routinely. I'm excited for all this. I'm excited to learn about Danish hockey culture, and I'll be right across the border from Sweden, so I'm going to probably become an SHL fan of Malmo, the Red Hawks. So really excited for that. And I'm not sure where, you know, we're going to be in, in Copenhagen, but depending on where we live depends on which team's going to be closest to me. So I haven't really picked a uh, Meta League team yet, so we shall see. Okay. Well, well, that's exciting. One of the things I was asking you, and I, because I, I have not been a very good hockey fan when I've moved. I've actually lived in the D.C. area now for something like 12 years, I think. And I lived here in the mid-90s, became a huge Caps fan, and then we moved, and I just I couldn't watch Caps games till, uh, till we moved back in the early 2000s because, you know, as – the streaming services aren't or weren't what they are today. It was very hard to see out of network games, especially hockey is not like as well watched across the U.S. as some of the other sports like football and baseball. And you know, then I, I went to school outside of the D.C. area and, and had a I was closer to the Hurricanes. I saw a couple of Hurricane games, but it was really hard to keep watching the Capitals. So I was asking you, you know, now I'm moving to the West Coast. Like, how am I going to stay? able to watch the caps man uh, oh you're gonna love it that's what's yeah. gonna happen you're realizing now you're just gonna be one time zone off of the best time zone to be a sports fan in the united states just the best time zone is the salt lake city time zone the mountain standard time because putting it out there the early games on the east coast start at five most times you wrap up work by five especially right now if you're able to work from home and the late games start at what is it eight thirty. So I'm able to, you know, actually stay up for the West, you know, the West Coast game. So that's going to be the great thing there. Now, for you as a Caps fan, the great thing is if you're able to work your schedule to be able to be off by four, that's the game. That's the time Caps games are going to start. You're going to be able to watch your games from the moment you get off of work until 730 or 630. Shoot, 4, 30, 4 to 630. And then you'll have your evening, man. You can then go to your Sharks game. It's. I think you're in a By really the way, good I'm time so to... psyched about going. Apparently, the, sh- the Shark Tank is right next to the Caltrain, so you can hop on this really nice train. You can drink on the train, so food and beverage are apparently okay. That's awesome. So, so no need to spend a thousand dollars on beer. And I am really excited to be a Sharks fan as as my number two team. It's it's exciting, and that's what if anyone listens to this podcast and you're and you've moved around a lot, you understand what we're saying. If you've never left where you are and you've been the same fan of the same team forever, you don't understand it. Now, like I said, I was born and raised in Buffalo, and then I moved you know, from there to you know, about two, two different locations, three different locations actually, two of which had NHL teams, one didn't. And I just, you know, I, I was a diehard Sabres fan. I'm like, no, I'm not going to root for the Blues. I'm not going to root for the Senators. And then, of course, the other place didn't have – uh, an NHL team. And of course I was maybe that was, since that was my first move, maybe a little bit too ignorant to support the local team there because they weren't NHL. So I didn't, but honestly, after moving around for 10 years in those multiple locations and being in Ottawa and, and dealing with senators fans, I decided that I just didn't want to be the way fan anymore. And I wanted to follow whatever level, wherever I went. And it just so happened that it 
turned out to be DC. And I did not want to be a Caps fan, but I really just wanted to be a local fan again. I just wanted to go to the game and enjoy being at the game without drunk people trying to take their shot at me because we were beating them down or we were losing so bad they thought they could. I, you know, drunk fans can just make your life miserable as an away fan. I just want to have a good time. And that's why I decided to become a Caps fan in D.C. And it, it didn't hurt that they had just gone to the Red Jersey like a year before. And Ovechkin was the hot new kid on the ice because this was 2008. And it just kind of made it a little bit easier transition. The first season, it didn't. I didn't get any Caps gear. I just kind of went to the games, tried to like them, just kind of force it on myself like vegetables. And yeah, before I knew it, I was diehard. You know, I was diehard and I was having a blast and dying every single time they were eliminated by the Rangers or the Penguins in the second round. It, it is really hard um, when the team that you grew up with plays your new team. Oh, that doesn't matter to me. At that point, the Capitals are dead to me. I'm in, I'm in my Sabres jersey. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. if like the San Jose Sharks, if they ever play the Caps, like, oh, there's there's no way. But No, you're uh, going there in your red and you're going to support your team. You, you you can't, no matter what, like the Sabres go into Capitals territory twice a year and there's always one game around Christmas, usually the day after, Boxing Day. And so the Sabres come into town twice a year and I'm not, I'm not wearing red that day. I'm wearing blue. And guess what? When I wear blue, I get people in my face. But I still go to those games when I was in D.C. And then, of course, you know, moved to England and became a fan of the Elite Ice Hockey League. And I came to Utah and became a fan of the USPHL or at that point the WSHL because that's where the Mustangs were playing. And then the ECHL with the Grizzlies and just adapting to where you're at. So I'm really excited to get into Danish culture and, and even over there, like I said, Sweden's only a train ride over. And boom, I can I can watch malmo but i'm excited for it and i think once you hit the west coast i don't think first of all the san jose sharks have the best jersey in the national hockey league so it's not going to be hard to fall it's, in love it's with a cool color scheme like it is really cool and they got an exciting team hopefully moving forward i know right now they're you know they have to work out those aging pieces but we'll see what happens in the off season but i mean i'm a big fan of guys like vander kane and martin jones and chewbacca and they're all playing for the San Jose Sharks. So I think I think you'll have a blast there. I think you'll absolutely have a blast. I'm it's gonna be sick, dude. But I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna like the time shift, truthfully. You you know what else is cool is I actually started looking for tickets and unfortunately, you know, because it's like limited uh, COVID ex, you know, access, there's yeah. not many tickets available. And the ones that are on StubHub are like 350 because there's a couple games left. But the San Jose Barracuda play in oh, the same yeah. arena. They do. They do. So, yeah. So basically, I, I turned down a job from the Sharks a few years ago. And part of that was working not only with the Sharks and the Barracuda, but like anything else that would come into SAP Center or SAP. I just like calling it SAP Center. But uh, anything that comes into their arena. And yeah, the Barracuda, man, also sick jersey, sick logo, really fun team. I mean, this is where obviously all the Sharks prospects play. I think, and plus on top of that, you got the San Jose Junior Sharks. So if you're going to be talking about all these teams coming up and you're talking about these lower level teams, us Ogden Mustangs actually have a pretty, looks like we have a pretty decent connection with the San Jose community because we have a lot of San Jose kids on the Mustangs. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's, and the tickets are cheap. It's $7 general admission if you buy season tickets. So yeah, 
I would totally buy season tickets packages. If I was moving there for like the Barracuda games, I would totally get a season ticket package. Cause he's even if you can't go to a game, maybe you lose your $7 that game, but also just put a, put the tickets on StubHub and maybe, or even just give them to somebody. Yeah. Or give them to somebody. Yeah. Like, you know, build that hockey passion because th- those those lower level teams below the National Hockey League still need that support. So find all that local hockey stuff because honestly, San Jose has an amazing hockey culture. Real, I was really excited to potentially join that organization and until we couldn't come to an agreement. But dude, you're gonna love it there. It's such a great organization, such a great city, and what a hockey culture they have. Well, they haven't seen anything yet. Because if you there. if you and I show up, it's just gonna be like <laughs> brawling against everybody all the time. Uh, to be clear, well, guys, now when I, I visit, I'm not a troublemaker, but but Chris is. I'm not a troublemaker. Okay. Unless I'm on the ice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no comment. No, I I will be I will be a very nice boy when okay. I when I go to these 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 games. But I'm excited because. Again, I, I know that when we eventually come visit you down there at some point, we're going to have a blast. I'm going to have to go to some Sharks games. I'm going to have to go to some Barracuda games. I'm going to have to go to some of the other games around there, too, man. They're, you're entering a, a pretty cool place So for hockey, for us hockey fans. And I'm hoping I am, too. As, as are you. I mean, you're going to go to the, the land of uh, the Danes. Lars Eller, fantastic Dane, yep. great Dane, some call him. There's an increasing number of NHL players of, of Danish origin. Um, maybe maybe you can convert a lot of these youngsters who maybe wouldn't otherwise play hockey to, to love it as much as we do. So we get more and more players from that part of the world. Yeah, I'm excited to go over there and try to get back into goalie coaching. I know that the Danish culture really prides itself on volunteerism. And I want to do not only like environmental volunteerism, because I do, I want to get involved with the, the WWF organization over there and other environmental organizations. Yes, of course. The Wrestling Panda. <laughs> and uh, Oh, the World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah, fund. I, I should have done that. Uh, yeah, so I, I want to get involved with them over there. And I also want to get involved as a hockey player of just working with other goalies. I'm not really, I don't really care what the age range is. Honestly, as long as they're a little bit older, because as a kid, you're just, I don't know, you're just taught to drop to the ice, which doesn't really build any real solid fundamentals. Uh, but I think real super pros can, can work with, with, with the little ones. But I think when it comes to like people my age down to maybe they're, you know, teenagers, really developing their game and their skill set and their, their goalie toolbox I really want to. I would. I, I would love that. I mean, yeah, you got. You got to have a good toolbox, Chris. As a goalie, you do, man. Especially when people are crashing your crease. Yes, because then you have to know how to handle it. You got to understand your goalie and how each goalie wants to handle that. Now, yeah. me, I was injury prone, so it was just punching people. You were injury prone in your toolbox. Yes. I mean, I wish I could say I wasn't, but <laughs> <laughs> at this age, it's kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I started getting injured in my twenties with with people. Just not giving wow, me my space. Wow, that long space. ago? It's a, we're not that much different in age, but I don't know why. I just think it's funny to make. Guys, I li- I'm a heel, guys. I like to bust Chris's chops. Look, look. It's uh, you. You're going to have a great time in Denmark. I'll be honest. There's there's some cool things I know about uh, Danish culture. I know they did some some really great stuff to their Jewish community in World War II and protected them, which I'm always grateful for. They uh, you know, have, obviously, I think a lot of our exposure is through pastries and cookies, which I'm sure is not... The bulk of what they have to offer, but I, you know, I'm sure the food culture is super cool. 
Uh, I am excited oh, for you, and I'm going to come visit too. I'm definitely going to come visit. Yeah, and any you know, I'm not. I was about to say anyone listening. Nope. But yeah, yeah, no, you can come visit too. Shows up at your <laughs> yeah. door. Oh, yeah. Mister, are you my dad? Yeah. <laughs> you said I could come visit. I love your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Papa, a, Papa. Uh, any of my friends, family, and honestly, any of the Mustang staff and players are going to be definitely can feel free to hit me up. We're definitely going to have a guest space there because it's a fantastic i've actually never been to denmark but we've been super close we were up in lubeck germany but we've never actually made it into scandinavia and we're excited so if anyone's listening because i also know we have listeners in denmark so feel free to reach out once i'm there i need friends and you know between my danish classes he friends he broke all the rules i'm not gonna make friends if they think i break rules in denmark this summer chris last name will be redacted to make sure it's safe is the american tourist hey where are the cookies at <laughs> honestly that might be the first question i ask man <laughs> i love cookies who doesn't love cookies people who have a problem are you ever going to invite me back on the show yes okay good i was i was pretty worried this was taking it too far but i've had a lot of coffee and, you know i'm packing you're packing there's a lot of stress you got to get it out somehow right yeah, yeah, I'm I'm 80% through the walk-in closet right now, so... Um, well, you miss 100% of the walk-in closets you don't take a shot at. That's true, that's true. And nobody said it better than Jay Pritchett. That's true. Or I thought you were going to say Wayne Gretzky, but I don't know too much about Wayne Gretzky. Well, you just said you miss 100% of the closets you don't... Yeah, but then Jay Pritchett from Modern Family makes closets, right? Yeah. You, hey, you won't like it. You'll closet. I think that's a quote. Cool, I don't know. I'm, yeah, wait... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I love that show. So that term does not belong to us. That said, I think, yeah, we have a lot of changes coming up, but we'll still be dropping episodes regularly. So do not worry about that. We've pre-recorded a ton of awesome topics and had some interviews. And but yeah, we so far, we've really appreciated. And again, we're approaching episode 100 here, uh, which drops on Thursday. So give that a listen as we kind of go over what it's been like for the first hundred episodes so far and, and some of our thoughts and, and then a little period of time where Sebastian and Ben just kind of taking advantage of me having to step away from the, the recording. Honestly, I think we were just relieved that you let us out of this closet you've been keeping us in for the past hundred episodes. How'd, how'd you get out of the closet? <laughs> um, I opened the door. I realized it wasn't locked finally. All this time. I should it have installed like, a lock. lock. Yeah, you just kept saying lock and I assumed that meant you were locking it. You know, if Sebastian's out there wandering the wilderness, how am I supposed to find him? He doesn't have his collar on. Um, he sh- Well, we chipped him. Oh, we did. He's got a chip. Yeah. Maybe I can zap him. Um, I think you should. I'm going to do that. But that said, we do appreciate you all for listening in. You know, all the changes that are coming up to Pigeonhole Hockey over the next couple months. And yeah, tune in. Let us know what you think. And again, we do appreciate you for listening. This is Pigeonhole Hockey. This is Chris and Ben. And we'll catch you next time.